Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep talking. What's up, talkers? It's another Fitness Friday episode, and today I'm going to be answering the question, can you get stronger? Can you build muscle on a vegetarian or vegan diet? And the answer is yes. And that's the end of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, so I did, I talked, was it last week? I think it was last week, about the carnivore diet, why it's becoming so popular was that last week? Anyway, doesn't matter. Today we're going the opposite direction. We're going to vegetarian and even vegan diets, okay? Entonces, dietas vegetarianas y veganas. Puedes aumentar masa muscular, puedes ponerte más fuerte usando una de esas dietas. Now, the right answer for most people, the best diet for most people, is probably something in between a combination of animal foods and plant-based foods. But um, I'm someone, well, okay, before I go any further, let me just do my usual disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I cannot give you medical advice. Blah, 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 blah. Definitely consult with your own uh, personal medical team, doctors, whoever. Yeah, that's my disclaimer. But we like to talk about fitness on here. I am a certified personal trainer, and I do a lot of experimenting with fitness and nutrition in my spare time. So, okay. Now, I like to try diets kind of in phases. I've never done, uh, to this point, like a full-on carnivore diet. I did do, I was vegetarian for six months about four years ago. I did one week of a vegan diet, and I was like, nah, I need some eggs. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Solo aguanté una semana vegano. Eh, hace como cuatro años. Pero bueno. Um, anyway, so I, I like to try diets in phases. I think it's useful, actually, to go on, well, to do periods of, like, fasting, you know, ayuno, and then also periods of different diets. Like, I, I, I don't think it would be an unhealthy thing if you wanted to try, you know, say, do, like, a, a, a vegan diet for a couple weeks then try a carnivore diet, maybe not like right after it, <laughs> you know, uh, once again, you know, definitely make your own decisions and consult proper people and resources before doing this. But I think all diets can have, definitely have some benefits, especially if done in cycles. Now, we're not going to go into all the details in this about, you know, vegetarian and vegan diets and the pros and cons. That's like a four hour discussion. So just to basically answer the question, can you gain can you get stronger can you gain muscle on a vegetarian or vegan diet because obviously most people when they think about protein and building muscle and getting stronger we're thinking about mostly animal foods right we're thinking about meats we're thinking about drinking your milk we're thinking about all of that stuff but um of course there are there's protein there are plenty of good animal-based vegan foods that you can use to build muscle now it is harder in my opinion it's harder just because it's harder to get as high of an amount of protein we're also going to talk a little bit well we're not going to talk much about b12 because that doesn't apply that much to this discussion i don't think but we're going to talk about the types of protein complete proteins complete amino acids etc but in general it's harder to get a high enough amount of protein 
What do I mean by that? So let me get a little bit nerdy for just a couple minutes. Just me voy a poner en modo de, de fitness nerd. Just to be a little bit of a fitness nerd here for a moment or two. If some of this goes over your head, if you don't understand all this, that's okay. But essentially, when we're talking about getting stronger, we're talking about building muscle. We need to be eating enough calories and protein, essentially typically be in a bit of a calorie surplus, meaning we're eating more calories than our body's consuming and have enough protein in our body to give our muscles something to build on. So we have to be doing some form of resistance training, some form of training to make the muscle stronger, sends a signal to the muscle saying, whoa, we need to grow and get stronger, and we also need to be eating enough total calories and particularly enough quality protein in order to feed those muscles, right? Okay, so in terms of numbers, what kind of numbers do we need? Well, I'm just going to talk about the protein numbers here. So ideally, ideally, I think it's smart to try to get somewhere around at least 0.7 or 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight or of lean body mass, okay? Now, there's a slight difference between body weight and lean body mass, but let's not get too into those details. Essentially, what this means is if you weigh 150 pounds, you would want to get probably 110, 120, at least that many grams of protein per day in your diet. Okay, now if we're talking about in kilos, I know we have obviously a lot of our listeners don't use pounds, use kilos. So we would be talking about, let's say, si pesas como 70 kilos, right? then you would probably want like 70 kilos, you would probably want to be eating, you know, 110, 120 grams of protein per day, 70 kilos, I guess it'd be 65, 70 kilos, it's about 150 pounds, okay? So the point is, for, you know, an average size person, I guess I would say is probably 150 pounds, average adult, 160, I don't know, it depends on the country quite a bit. In the U.S., it's probably more than that, but let's say 150 pounds, pound person, I think a good number to shoot for is to try to eat around 120 grams of protein per day in order to build muscle. And you also need enough total calories. Now, getting 120 grams of protein per day is not too hard if you're eating, you know, a diet that's that has some animal foods, whether it's meat, chicken, fish, eggs, milk, things like that. These foods in general have fairly high quantities of protein. I'm also going to talk about protein powders a bit towards the end. But if you're eating a diet that has these animal sources of food, you know, not necessarily every day, but, you know, at least a few times a week or maybe on a daily basis, eating meat, chicken, fish, eggs, milk, things like that, the common animal sources of food, it's not too hard to get that many grams of protein. Most people maybe still don't. But the point is, it, it's fairly easy to get that much protein, okay, if you're eating those animal-based foods. Now, if you're eating only plant-based foods, it's harder because even though there are a lot of plant-based foods that have protein, there are a lot of vegan protein sources, beans, peas, lentils, tofu, nuts, and seeds, they don't have as high of quantities per unit of food, right? So let's just take like chicken. If you're to eat you know, a half a pound, I mean, a half pound might sound like a lot, but it's really not that many calories. You know, a half pound, eight ounces of chicken, it's probably going to have, I guess, let me think about it, 40 grams of protein, probably 40 grams of protein and like 200 calories. Almost all of the calories come from protein. Okay. So now 40 grams of protein, that's good. You know, um, 
to get 40 grams of protein from one of those other sources that I mentioned, beans, peas, lentils, tofu, nuts, seeds, whatever, you're probably going to need, oh gosh, well over 500 calories. Like essentially you need much more of one of those food sources like beans, like nuts, tofu, it kind of depends, but even still, you need a lot more of those vegan sources than you, you know, to get that amount of protein. You eat just, you know, a, a, a bit of chicken or meat that's already giving you quite a bit of protein. Those other sources, you need a much higher quantity to get enough protein. It just doesn't have as much protein per, per gram or per unit of food, typically. Okay? So that's one issue. It's harder to get that much, you know, total protein. Um, there's also the issue of amino acids. Okay? So amino acids, the building blocks of protein. I don't know all of the science behind how this works, but basically you'll hear about essential amino acids. So there's like, I even hear different numbers. Sometimes I hear there's 20, sometimes I hear 22, but there are 20 to 22 amino acids and then there's nine. Originally I heard eight, but I believe it's nine essential amino acids. What these nine essential, essential amino acids are, are amino acids that can only be found in foods. Like our body doesn't naturally produce them. Okay, let me even just Google that to make sure that I'm explaining that correctly. Okay, so essential amino acids. Let's just see what the Google definition is here. Essential amino acids cannot be made by the body. As a result, they must come from food. The nine essential amino acids are uh, histidine, isoleucine, leucine, lysine. Ooh, got some tough ones in here. Uh, methionine, uh, phenethylene. I don't even know how to say that one. The theoranine, tryptophan, and valine. So I always hear about isoleucine, leucine, and valine as the three BCAAs, the branch chain amino acids. Whole nother long topic for another day. But those nine are the essential amino acids that we need to get from food. Now, what I always hear, people are always talking about, is that animal sources of protein, the things I mentioned earlier, meats, chicken, eggs, uh, fish, things like that, provide all of the essential amino acids, whereas plant-based sources do not in general. So they need to be combined with other things. Let me just quickly explain this in Spanish. Okay, so las fuentes animales de proteína por lo general contienen todos esos nueve amino, bueno, aminoácidos esenciales. Pero, al contrario, los, uh, las fuentes de proteína, bueno, de, de plantas, no contienen todos esos aminoácidos esenciales. Listo? So technically, the, plant, uh, the plant-based sources in this case are regarded as not good, as not as good of a quality of protein. Some people will also talk about how, uh, now this is a, a complex topic as well, uh, you know, but they'll also say that plant-based proteins might not be as bioavailable, that we might not use them. Essentially, they don't get used as well by our body as the animal sources. The bioavailability topic is something I don't understand that much about, and I actually don't think that even the quote-unquote experts understand that much about here. The point is, the point I want you to understand up to this point is that it's harder to get enough total protein in your diet from vegan sources, and the vegan sources also may not have as good of a quality of protein that our, that our muscles need essentially okay now don't hate me vegetarians and vegans i'm saying that you can do it you can build muscle you just have to be a little bit more 
focused on, okay, how do I make sure I'm getting enough protein and total calories? The total calories part is actually kind of easy. I'll, you know, I'll come back to that in a minute. But um, whereas with people who eat meat on a regular basis, you really you don't have to think about it quite as much. You will get a decent amount of protein in your diet if you're eating meats and the animal-based sources of protein that I'm talking about. Now, I want to talk really quickly about vitamin B12 deficiency. Deficiencia de vitamina B12. Okay? Now, vitamin B12, I'm just taking this straight from Google because I never know the exact role it plays. But it's needed to form red blood cells and DNA. It's also a key player in the function and development of brain and nerve cells. Vitamin B12 binds to the protein in the foods we eat. In the stomach, hydrochloric acid and enzymes unbind vitamin B12 into its free form. See if I remember that next time I try to talk to somebody about this. Anyway, it's important. Okay. Now, apparently you can't get it in a vegan diet. I haven't, you know, actually... like this is just stuff that I hear, okay? But basically, vegans need to supplement with vitamin B12 or get foods that are fortified with vitamin B12 in some way, okay? Not that big of a deal for this discussion. Now, people will also maybe talk about calcium. They'll say it's hard to get enough calcium, blah, 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 and a vegan or vegetarian diet, a vegan diet in particular, when we think of calcium, we think of, you know, our, our bones first and foremost. It's also important for muscle and nerve function. But we, we always just think of milk, right? When we hear calcium, we think of milk. Cuando escuchamos calcio, pensamos en leche, see? But calcium comes from a lot of other sources, many plant sources, leafy green vegetables, legumes. I don't know that much about the bioavailability of it. It may be more bioavailable, quote unquote, in milk or in animal products. Like I said, um, these are levels of understanding that go way beyond my my knowledge and you know research into this um but so okay there you know you could talk about little deficiencies in vitamin b12 calcium other things that vegans should just be be careful of when they're when they're dieting uh but other than that that's not really you know what this discussion is about the point is it's harder to find uh, a good uh as good of quality sources of protein um, and also lean sources of protein. It's easy to get enough protein if you're willing to eat a lot of calories as a vegan, and I'm going to come back to that in a second. Now, what about protein powders? Okay, esos polvos de proteína. We've got whey protein, we've got vegan protein. So whey protein is animal-based protein powder. It comes from, what the heck, how do they even make it again? It's like when they're, it's, it's the part when they're like milking a cow, or it's, like, it's like almost from cheese, but, oh, God, como es, de donde viene exactamente la proteína del whey? The point is, all right, let me Google this again, too, because I always forget. Where does whey protein come from? I'm sorry. It's one of those things that's almost like, really? That's how, where does whey protein come from? Uh, if anybody tells you that they, like, remember all this stuff off the top of their head, then, okay, then, then they're lying. I don't think that people remember all these details off the top of their head. Maybe, like, the top, top, you know, doctors. No, not even the doctors, honestly. Like the top supplement experts, the people that are working in a whey protein. Sh- well, no, not the ones that are working in the shop either. Nobody knows, but I do right now. Okay, so whey is derived from the cheese making process. Once the milk passes quality tests, enzymes are added to separate the curd from the liquid whey. And the liquid whey is then pasteurized and the protein is concentrated and isolated. Okay, oof. All right. You probably didn't need to know that anyway. But essentially, whey protein is an animal source of protein, and there are other vegan sources of protein that come from different, you know, different plants, essentially. Now, in my experience, I don't really like the vegan proteins because they have a lot of ingredients. Muchos ingredientes en esas proteínas veganas. Uh, I don't 
in, in general, I don't really like the taste. I mean, like the way proteins that I use sometimes, I actually don't use protein powder all the time. I am currently using it right now, but it's not like it's not like a staple of my diet necessarily. No es como algo que necesito todos los días en mi dieta. Um, another key point, I always tell people, like you don't necessarily need to be using protein powders, even if you're trying to build muscle or get stronger. There are many other great sources of protein without using protein powders. Now, it can be very beneficial for people on a vegan diet to use a vegan protein powder just because it's, you know, they do have fairly high amounts of protein um, per serving, if you will. And there are apparently some that have all nine essential amino acids, maybe all of them do, I don't know. But essentially, they really work hard with these vegan proteins to make sure they have all of the essential amino acids and good quality protein. I don't really like them that much because they have a lot of ingredients in them, and I'm always skeptical of foods with a lot of ingredients. I don't really love it. Um, I like to get a whey protein that has, like, just whey protein and, like, one other ingredient, you know, like an emulsifier. Long story. We don't need to go into that. But essentially, I don't love whey protein or vegan protein powders because they have just a lot of ingredients that I'm not super familiar with, and so I'm skeptical. But they can be very useful, I think, and probably for the most part healthy if you get a good quality quality brand. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good option, something something that maybe vegans should supplement with if it's hard to get enough protein in the diet as a vegan, which you know it definitely would be. Now, I know I, I titled the episode Vegans and Vegetarians. You know, vegetarians, okay, I definitely think it's not that big of a deal for for vegetarians um it, you know if you're eating eggs for example if you just avoid meat specifically but you're willing to eat eggs i mean eggs are an excellent source of protein and many other vitamins and things like that if you eat the yolks they told us for years not to eat the yolks but i think that's a stupid ridiculous myth um but anyway um so yeah tons of good things if you're just a vegetarian but not a vegan yeah egg i mean eggs would be my go-to los huevos son excelentes fuentes de proteína y otras vitaminas okay um but you know particularly for vegans um, one of these vegan protein powders could be useful to get enough protein build strength and muscle um and honestly i think this is going to get a little bit nerdy here as well but i think it would actually be not that hard to get enough protein as a vegan, if you're bulking up, okay? What I mean by bulking up is if you're actively trying to to gain a bit of weight, hopefully mostly in the form of muscle, because when we're bulking up, we're in a caloric surplus. We're eating more calories than our body is burning. What this means is if you're telling, if you're going to eat a lot of calories, you can be a vegan, you can eat a lot of calories, a lot of plant-based foods. And like I said, since these plant-based foods, they have protein, but not that high of quantities of protein, you know, per gram per unit of food. But if you're going to eat a lot of them, you know, if you're going to eat three, well, someone like me, it's like over 4,000. But if you're, you know, someone who's going to eat 3,000 calories per day, which is a lot for most people of plant-based foods, you'll probably get a pretty good amount of protein in that. You'll probably get over 100 grams of protein. I mean, it's hard to know exactly depending on what you eat. But the point is, the more total calories you eat, the, the more protein you're going to naturally get. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you were to eat 3,000 calories of plant-based foods versus 1,500 calories of plant-based foods, well, you're going to have twice as much protein naturally in the 3,000-calorie diet. So in my opinion, if you were bulking, if you were trying to actively you know, gain some weight, build some muscle, it's probably not that hard 
to get enough protein as a vegan. Now, if you're trying to get enough protein, but you're not trying to eat extra calories, and especially if you're trying to cut, a cut, you know, a cut in fitness means you're trying to burn fat. You're eating in a calorie deficit, okay? You're burning more calories than you're eating. Then it would be very tough, in my opinion. It would be really hard to eat a low total number of calories on a vegan diet and get enough protein just because it doesn't, you know, the protein quantities in most vegan sources are not that high. Then is when I think you would really need one of those protein powders or something. Anyway, um, bottom line, bottom line, long story short, yes, you can definitely get stronger and build muscle um, on a vegan, uh, you know, a vegetarian diet definitely, and even a vegan diet. You just might have to work a little harder. You might have to be a bit more diligent with your food choices. Obviously, you still need to be doing some form of resistance training, whether it's weightlifting, you know, uh, body weight, calisthenics, kettlebells, whatever. Uh, some form of resistance training. There are sports that involve resistance training as well. Do the right type of training to build muscle, and then just make sure that you're getting enough calories and enough protein, which is... A more challenging part as a vegan but it can be done and yes you you can still build muscle there's obviously uh, you can get stronger build muscle there are obviously some benefits I'm not even going to go into you know the possible benefits of eliminating meat from the diet there's a lot of potential benefits I don't think it's the best thing for everybody like I said it may be good for us to do all of these things in cycles I mean who freaking knows there's tons of information out there um, in the fitness and health space and that's why you know, whether you agree or disagree, maybe with some of the things that I say, I have no, um, I don't worry at all about putting this information out there. Uh, even if, you know, I end up being incorrect with some of the information, there's a lot of fucking incorrect information on the internet already. So, and you know, we all kind of just have to, um, experiment for ourselves and see what works. I think when it comes to a lot of this stuff, no one knows 100% what's correct. Okay. No one really knows. We're all we're all doing our best to put out good information, I think. I'm trying to as well based on my experience, based on my research. And yeah, so you know, try if you're you know, if you if you if you want, try out whether it's a short term vegetarian or vegan diet or even a carnivore diet, like I mentioned, you know, do it um going into it, understanding what the risks might be, um, understanding if it's something that your body should do. Obviously if you have certain conditions definitely talk to your doctor first you know just think things through uh but try things out and see what works for you because every body every body pun intended cada cuerpo is different okay everybody is different <clears throat> excuse me um yeah all right well i think i'm done rambling and uh yeah that's all for today talkers hope you enjoyed it we'll talk again soon peace Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.